ice. Ready? Mm-hmm. Take your coffee. What kind of coffee is that? Caramel apple. Mm. Or apple caramel, I think they call oh. it. But... Mm-hmm. And it's just the coffee, too. It's not like the flavor. Like, it's the coffee flavor, not like a fl- added flavor. You know what I mean? Should we do a coffee podcast? We could. I wouldn't. I would be yes, less than useless on that. Oh, so it would be the same as this one? Boom. Welcome back to another Did I Miss Anything, where I'm currently looking for a new co-host. Aw. Um, my name is Lewis. Well, you married me, so you can't and really get rid of me. with me for today's episode <laughs> is Heather. Hi. There she is. Yeah. Um, we've been gone for a few more weeks. Yeah, we're not be- we're being very inconsistent. We are. Not I consistent, think... unconsistent, inconsistent. Inconsistent. Oh, I was right the first time. I think a lot of the times is Heather and I don't really know what to watch. And then we like look for a few things and we find something and then we forget. Mm-hmm. And then we end up watching something else. Um, something we've already seen a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> usually. That's usually how that goes. <laughs> we usually watch Grandma's Boy again. But god no but i love grandma's boy. we are back with a vengeance are we i guess not so much with a vengeance as we're just back we're here um and it is if you're in a country that celebrates the eve of halloween i think most countries do right i actually don't know um but i think i think maybe america celebrates a little more than most depending on when you're listening today's the day before halloween mm-hmm. it's halloween ish um, yeah it's halloween time so Heather and I thought it would be appropriate that we'd sneak in a Halloween movie for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. We decided to go with another Mel Brooks movie, this one by the name of Young Frankenstein. It's pronounced Frank Frankenstein. We're going to get to that. Um, Young Frankenstein starring Gene Wilder. Yeah, of, who's in a, a lot of Mel Brooks movies. Yeah, and yeah. also of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, uh, Peter Boyle, who took me a while to recognize. Yeah. He plays the monster. And also Cloris Leachman. Yeah. She was the, um, the maid or the, yeah, the, yeah, the lady Did of the not house. realize that was her until I was like looking up the cast before we got started. And Terry Gar, she was what the, was the hot, the hot blonde. That... Is she from other stuff though? Yeah. Terry Gar. She's in tons of things. I can't think of any. Okay. But she's cool. definitely in things. <laughs> and, um, uh, Madeline Kahn is also in this, who's in a lot of Mel Brooks okay. movies. So, Young Frankenstein, for those who don't know, is... Pronounced Frankenstein. Gonna get to that. Is gonna get, um, it, it's about the classic Frankenstein story, but Mel Brooks took... Parodied it. He took a yeah. li- he took a creative twist with it. Yeah. So, it's satire, as it were, I guess. Yeah, the movie stars uh, Gene Wilder as Dr. Frederick Frankenstein. and Frankenstein. We're going to get to that. Frankenstein. And Steinstein. We, he's, a, he's a lecturer at um, like a medical school, and one day he's giving a lesson about how the brain works, specifically how like involuntary movements and um, uh, involunt- in- voluntary movements and involuntary movements work, like how the brain controls that stuff. So he goes through the whole thing, like the brain, spinal cord, all that stuff. At the end of his lecture, he asks if anybody has any questions. This one kid gets up and he says, yeah, I've got a question. Um, your grandfather, uh, Victor Frankenstein, you know, that Frankenstein, the guy, mad scientist that creates his monster. Because um, Frankenstein is not the monster. Frankenstein is the doctor. That's right. 
So it's actually, just it's Frankenstein's so, monster. The monster is not named Frankenstein. Yeah. So everyone is, we're all clear on that. Right. So whenever you dress up as Frankenstein, you're doing it as wrong. the monster for Halloween, you're, you're an wrong. idiot. That's you should right. be dressing up as the mad scientist. Right. Anyway. Anywho. Continue. He starts asking him about his grandfather because during his lecture, uh, Frederick Frankenstein talks about how like once a, once the tissues in the body are dead or the brain, they're dead. That's it. Can't bring him back to life. It's all done. So this one student comes up and he's like, oh, but what about all the work that your grandfather did and like bringing those dead tissues to life and all that? And then uh, Frederick gets super offended because he doesn't want to be um, – he doesn't want to yeah he doesn't want to be associated with his grandfather and he doesn't thought he was crazy crackpot right and he doesn't want that to be his legacy on that note he insists that his surname is not pronounced frankenstein but is indeed pronounced frankenstein Mm -hmm. which sounds more way more german way more german yeah um and honestly way more doctory than i think frankenstein does um frankenstein yeah sounds a little more regal so he gets into this heated debate with this student Ends the class, and we come to find that there's this guy that has snuck in during the middle of his lecture. He comes up to him, and he says, hey, uh, you inherited your family's estate in Transylvania after your uh, your great-grandfather, Baron Beaufort von Frankenstein, died. Is, is Transylvania an actual place? Is that, like, a dumb question? I always think it's just, like, fi- like a fictitious place that was made up where vampires and stuff live. Nope, it's real. <laughs> okay. Where is it? Um, it's in Central Europe, okay. and it encompasses Central Romania. Oh, so is this is it a country or is it just like a place? Uh, I believe it's a country. It's got oh, it's a its, own it's got a flag and it's got a coat of arms. Oh, so that's cool. It's still... Oh well, I guess it, no, I guess it's Romania. Oh, it, oh, it is Romania. Yes, it is Romania. It used, to, but they used to call it. All right. There you go. Okay. So we learned something today. Well, yeah, I know. I just thought it was a made-up place. It's not. All right. So. There you go. Thank you, Wikipedia. So, <laughs> thanks. Uh, so, upon hearing this news, Frederick decides, you know what? I'm going to travel to Transylvania, see what all this is about. Um, oh, and I should also mention, uh, Frederick is engaged to a woman who, a woman by the name of Elizabeth, who's essentially a socialite. She's just, like, rich. Her that's, family's just rich. That's Madeline Kahn. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so her family's just rich yeah there that, that scene is funny though the one where he's leaving her and she's oh, trying yeah, to she's she try, he's trying to give her give him give her a kiss goodbye and she just won't like yeah she just keeps dodging him yeah because she's saying she she's going to like a party or something yeah. afterwards and she doesn't want to like ruin her makeup or smear her makeup or yeah. something like that it's just, kind of, it's just funny. and then she won't shake his hand either because then he goes to shake her hand and then they end up just doing like an elbow touch which is actually weird because like that's what we do now because germs and yeah covid, COVID and everyone stuff. does the elbow so yeah. Mel Brooks ahead of his time. He knew he saw it coming. I saw it coming. He's like <laughs> So Frederick travels to Europe. Uh he gets there. He's met at the train station by a hunchbacked, big eyed servant that used to work uh for Can we his... say hunchback anymore? Is that offensive? I mean that's <laughs> look. I'm not trying to offend anybody. Kidding. That's I was what just he just he has no, he that is. issue. He has, a hump. he has a hunch on um, it, yeah. I mean, and, if you ask him, he would say he doesn't have one. Yeah, but, yes. but he does. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of looks like uh, well, the Igor from the Frankenstein, like, right? His name is Igor, <laughs> um, and <laughs> we come to find that his that Igor's grandfather worked for uh, Frederick's grandfather, Victor. Was his name also Igor? Um, 
I guess. Oh. Or don't know. Oh, they don't tell you that? Uh, they don't. So he, he learns about Igor, and he also comes to find out that there's a female assistant named uh, Inga that also worked um, with his grandfather. Was Clor- that's Cloris Leachman, right? Or no? The assistant? Was, no. Yeah, was that not- oh, that's Terry Gar. Yeah. Oh. Um, so uh, Frederick introduces himself. Said, uh, Igor says, oh, you know, Mr. Frankenstein. And he says, no, it's Frankenstein. Upon hearing that, Igor says, like, oh, no, my name's not Igor. It's Igor. <laughs> so then that becomes like a whole shtick between the two of them for the rest of the movie. Yeah. They make it to the estate. This is where Frederick meets um, Cloris Inga? Leachman's character. Oh. Uh, what's Cloris Leachman's character now? Oh, I don't know. Oh, Frau. Oh. Uh, she plays Frau Blucher. Blucher? I'm not sure how to say Why her Why are these people... German. I I don't know. I thought they were Um, in Romania. But she's a very intimidating housekeeper. Mm. Doesn't take no guff. Yeah. As you would think a, you know, sturdy German would be. Right. So she's essentially giving Frederick a tour of the estate, what he's inherited. He comes upon, uh, I guess, his grandfather's library. And he's like, okay, now what about my grandfather's private library? And she says, I don't know what you're talking about. There's only this one library. So deal with it. Over the next few nights, he's hearing this music. He starts having, uh, I guess, these nightmares about being associated with his grandfather. Wakes up one night, hears this music, decides he's going to follow it. Um, It leads downstairs to his grandfather's library that he's seen. But he's like, this. there has to be, like, something here. There's got to be, like, some sort of hidden door or something that gets me to where he's got, where my grandfather has, like, his private research and all of this. Mr. Mom. That's what Terry Gar is in. Who's she and Mr. Mom? She she plays the the wife that goes back, that goes to work and, the, and Michael Keaton stays home. Oh. That's what I, I was... I haven't yeah. seen Mr. Mom in a no. very long oh, time. Well, that's... She's in that. Okay. Okay, so... Fair. Sorry. So... Upon reaching the library, he also encounters Inga, who also hears the music and is like, all right, what's going on? So they do the whole thing where they're, like, trying to pull books off the shelf to see if one of them triggers, like, a door to appear or something to move. Can't find anything. We should get one of those in our house. Like, a door that opens, like, a book that opens a door. That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would make one of those, but... I'm sure we can. That's fine. We'll probably find it on YouTube. Probably find a video. Sure. sure someone, I'm sure someone's done it. Yes. Yeah. So you don't like any. You don't care about any of my ideas. What are you talking about? I think that's a great idea. You didn't say that. Well, I don't. I just don't know how logistically it would be done. I, neither do I. But okay, I'm sure we could figure it out. All right. I guess. I guess we'll work on it then. All right. Cool. So they're playing around moving stuff. Inga just by chance lifts like one of the candles that's uh, in the room, and sure enough, that causes the bookcase to rotate, and they find this secret passage that goes down into the basement of this estate that has his grandfather's old journals and research and all of this stuff and this is where he comes to find oh this is where my grandfather did all of his experiments and you know brought stuff back to life frederick decides he's gonna do it because he figures it'll be his huge contribution to science and make him like insanely rich and stuff so So all of a sudden he's on board with all this all of a sudden he's on board with this that's what I just said. Um, so, so he decides he's going to start uh, continuing his grandfather's experiments for bringing the dead back to life, um, and he needs a corpse. So he asks Igor, okay, we have to find one of these corpses. 
They need someone that's going to be relatively large in size. I'm not sure why. And it's like all the logistics of it. Like in they, yeah, they like start talking about like why they need it and stuff like that. Don't they? Okay. Okay. Um, sure. So he, uh, he and Igor go to the cemetery, you know, their local cemetery, uh, dig up a corpse that they believe will, um, fit the bill. And then he also tasks Igor with finding, getting a specific brain that's, um, I guess in the local hospital or medical examiner's office. Um, and he specifically asks him to get a brain that belonged to Mr. Hans Delbruck. Because I guess Hans Delbruck was also, he was a scientist and a saint, is what it says. Apparently he was a good person. Um, so Igor goes in there, finds the brain, gets it. There's a giant mirror in the room. Igor turns around, sees the mirror, sees his own reflection. He startles himself because he thinks it's someone else, drops the brain. Now Hans Delbruck's brain is completely useless. Luckily, he's in a room with a bunch of other brains. He ends up getting another brain that's labeled abnormal. That's all it says. It just says abnormal. <laughs> I don't know why he would pick that one because it says abnormal. He could have just taken another brain. But that's the one he gets. It's because it's a comedy. It's true. Um, he takes it back to Frederick. Frederick puts it in uh, his corpse. The famous scene with like the, the lightning and stuff and Igor's up on the tower. Pulls the... Flying a kite. The trigger thing. Yeah, he pulls all... The, they pull all the switches um, all this electricity is going through this creature. Nothing happens. Still dead. So they go upstairs. Um, I think they're trying to figure out like what they're going to do. They cut back to the, um, the creature's hands and his fingers start to twitch. So now we start realizing, oh, this worked. Um, so meanwhile, the townspeople are gathering and they're like, hey, this Frankenstein fellow is back in town nothing ever good comes out of those frankensteins we should we should like keep an eye on them we should like see what's going on there so um one of the inspe i guess the lead inspector for the town pays a house call and he's like hey oh and also the inspector has a prosthetic arm so the only way he moves it is by using his other arm to move his prosthetic arm which is weird and it always makes, like, these creaks and noises and stuff. It's like a robot. Is it, like, the whole arm from shoulder down? Yeah. Oh. So, like, he's always he always has to pick up the one arm to, like, raise it and, like, move it down. It's the just whole thing. Just not do that. I don't, just use the one arm. I mean, I don't, hey, I don't, I don't know his life. Um, so he, he visits the doctor. Uh, he, he's just essentially demanding that he's not going to try to like bring anything back to life and like create chaos like his grandfather did uh frederick of course lies and is like yeah i'm totally not going to do that what are you what are you crazy i already not, did it i'm not gonna do that so uh he goes back down to the lab and we come to find out that um frau the the housekeeper has set the creature free um so he came to life. Frau set him free. Now Frankenstein's mon Frank Frankenstein's monster is now running loose. Um, she lets uh, Frederick know that hey, I can bring him back. He really likes this violin music that I play. This is how Frederick finds out. Oh, that's where the music came from that I was hearing the other night. It was you. Now this is all making sense. 
So, um, what's making sense? The music that he was hearing, he thought was in his head. Oh, it was, and it Frau? was it was Frau the whole time, just playing the violin. Oh, um, and she also confesses that she had like a romantic relationship with Frederick's grandfather, Victor. Sure. That tracks. Because why not? Um, so the Frankenstein's monster, essentially roaming the countryside, um, he encounters uh this little girl who's like playing in her backyard and doesn't know much because it's a little kid and and he kind of starts she's like throwing stuff down a well uh she runs out of stuff to throw frankenstein throws whatever she was throwing he throws like the last one and then she's like all right let's go play on this seesaw now um so she sits down on the seesaw frankenstein's monster's about to sit down on the seesaw and because he's massive as he sits down he essentially like slingshots the girl back into her bedroom and her parents have been looking for her the entire time because now the whole town is in a tizzy because they found out that like Frankenstein ended up creating a creature just like his grandfather. So now everybody's all paranoid that this Frankenstein's gonna like destroy the town. So they're like looking for their daughter. They go, they rush upstairs to check the bedroom. Sure enough, she gets slingshot into the bedroom just in the nick of time. And they're like, ah, oh, thank God, there she is. Nothing's wrong. So Frankenstein keeps moving around town. Uh, Frederick. Frederick, Igor, and Inga come up with an idea to capture him. They basically, uh, Frederick essentially just plays violin, lures him into like an alley. They throw a net on him. They capture him, bring him back. All good. Or um, is it? I don't know. Is it? Um, oh, they also sedate him too. They give him like some sort of sedative. Oh. Um, so then Frederick back in the laboratory, he tells Igor and Inga, hey, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to befriend him. It's going to be good. No matter what I do, no matter how much I scream, do not let me out of this room because you're going to mess up all the work that I've done so far. Sh sure enough, he goes into the room. The Frankenstein's monster breaks out of the chains. Uh, Frederick starts freaking out. He's like, all right, you can let me out. I was totally joking. You can totally let me out. What is wrong with you people? They don't let him out. So he starts talking to the monster and he's like, oh, aren't you handsome? And all of a sudden, like, the monster starts to, like, be complimented uh feels good about himself and sure enough starts to befriend uh, F uh frederick so now frederick thinking that like this monster is totally in control decides he's going to put on this demonstration for the whole town in like the local theater and show him how he's a perfectly normal citizen and so they do this whole thing where they do a song and dance to putting on a ritz teaches the creature he teaches his creature how to like kind of talk so you can kind of understand what he's saying and they're doing like the whole dance and stuff and one of the light bulbs on the stage uh goes out as it goes out it like sparks and that freaks out uh frankenstein's monster so now frankenstein's monster starts to like essentially go into not so much of like an all-out rage but he gets very upset and then the townspeople uh, they start getting upset because they stop the song and dance number. So there's like booing everybody. So now Frankenstein's monsters feeling judged. So now he goes into the crowd, a bunch of people in the crowd get up. They start trying to like, uh, restrain him. Uh, a lot of people are able to just like pick him up. They take him to, I guess the local police station where they chain him up around his, like they chain him up with a whole bunch of chains. Uh, the main one being like around his neck thinking that, okay that'll keep him in place um it doesn't one of the cops comes up to him and is screwing around and keeps lighting a match in front of him that's mean right knowing that frankenstein's monster does not like fire 
so he he lights one match, sees how it freaks him out, lights a second match. Uh, by this point, Frankenstein's monster is able to like break free a little bit, and he grabs him by the throat, and just like I don't know if he kills him or not, but he grabs him by the throat and then like throws him, um, and then he just leaves and he starts again running amok throughout town. Meanwhile, Frederick's wife, uh, fiance Elizabeth, she's visiting Transylvania, and this is unbeknownst to uh, to Frederick. So he meets with her when she arrives at at the estate one night and he's like oh my god you must be so tired let's go to bed and he's kind of just trying to rush her along uh they get back to bed uh frederick is trying to um get some as it were and is being quite handsy uh and elizabeth's not having it because she wants to wait for their wedding night because it'll be that much more special and whatnot and then frederick's like all right fine okay i'm gonna go back to my bed i'll see you in the morning uh, so now Frankenstein, again, upon hearing the violin music that I think Frau is playing at this point, comes back to the estate, sneaks up into Elizabeth's, the monster. The monster. Uh, I said Frankenstein. Well, yeah, I was just, I just want to make sure. Uh, the monster, uh, Frankenstein's monster sneaks back into Elizabeth's room, kidnaps her, um, takes her, I think into like, I can't remember if it was a park or like a cemetery, but it was like a field. Um, and she's she's completely knocked out at this point because she faints at the sight of him. They go into like this little cave kind of thing, and Elizabeth's like, "Oh God, no! Don't don't hurt me or anything! Like, what are you doing? All this." And um, all of a sudden, you hear uh, Franken Frankenstein's monsters looking at her. She's looking at him, and then all of a sudden, you hear him unzipping his pants. And she's like, "Oh, what are you doing? Oh my God, what are you doing?" And then, um, because apparently Frankenstein's monster is well endowed, um, she quickly changes her tune. They start doing the deed, as it were, and it is apparently quite good because she starts to sing during it. Um, they don't show any of this happening because it is a Mel Brooks film. He's got class. Oh, yeah. Um, Obviously. They, they cut to just like... I think they cut to like a candle burning or something. I remember a flame. I don't I, I don't remember I don't know why, but there's like a flame. Um and now they uh they cut to them after finishing for apparently like the seventh time having two cigarettes. Um and they show like the streaks in Elizabeth hair as a call to like Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frank Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Um so she now falls in love with Frankenstein's monster. Um, the townspeople are on the hunt for Frankenstein's monster. So they're like combing that field. I'm pretty sure it was a field. Um, and then, uh, Frederick starts playing the violin with like, um, like one of those megaphone type horn dealies like they used to have for like the phonographs, like those huge horns. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He starts playing the violin through one of those so that it would be louder and Frankenstein will hear it. Um, so Frankenstein is a Frankenstein's monster. That is tough to remember. Frankenstein say the monster. Sure. Uh, so the monster, uh, comes back to the cap castle, gets recaptured. Um, just as the mob is like busting into the laboratory to like destroy everything. And, uh, right before they get there, Frankenstein has this idea where he's going to transfer some of his intelligence into the monster so that, the monster can communicate better and 
hopefully convince these townspeople that he's not a threat or anything. It ends up working. The monster explains to them as they're breaking into the laboratory, like, hey, this guy's pretty great. He brought me back to life, and look at me. I can talk to you people now. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just just trying to live my life, man. Just respect that and let me be, man. And then the mob's like, all right, yeah, sure. No, that tracks. And then they just leave. Uh, the mob just leaves. And now they cut to the end of the movie, essentially, where Elizabeth is uh, the bride of Frankenstein, essentially. They're um, married, I guess, now, because she's walking into the room uh, as Frankenstein's in the bed reading the Wall Street Journal, Frankenstein's monster. And um, Frederick and Inga get married themselves, so now they're both married with their own separate lives, I suppose. And Frederick and Inga are about to have sex. Uh, Frederick starts to growl the way that his monster would do before he knew how to talk. And then um, as they begin doing the deed, uh, Elizabeth, Inga starts to also sing because apparently the, the growl wasn't the only thing that Frederick had received in his transfer transformation in his in his experiment with his monster when he was like putting his brain into his creature's brain did that make sense at the end there he got a, a big penis he did okay that's what i'm trying to yeah. say all right cool um so then that's how the movie ends um I didn't so it's think... one big dick joke it was whole... it was a giant it was so pretty all... much it was all... a huge huge dick joke it was an hour and a half just to get to a dick joke an hour and 40 minutes oh sorry um but yeah that's basically what it was it's a huge dick joke that's fun. that's the whole thing no it was good though i liked it um i liked it too yeah. i wouldn't say i missed anything with it other than like i would say i mean, I mean it was it was pretty cool seeing a gene wilder movie you've never seen a gene that wilder wasn't movie? i mean not the whole way through i don't think because willy wonka not the whole thing I've seen the part where like they make it to the factory. That was it. Um, I'm trying to think of another Gene Wilder movie. Uh, he's in a he's in. There's a bunch with like Richard Pryor. I believe. Oh, he was in. Um, hold on. I know. I know one I've seen. He was in. Um, oh man, hold on, hold on. He's in Blazing Saddles. We Blazing saw that. Saddles. Blazing Saddles is the Gene. That's the one. Woman in Red. I've seen. Um, Blazing Saddles. But uh, but it was neat seeing uh, I guess an older one because Blazing Saddles is relatively newer because this no, movie this one also takes place in it's they're right they're around the same time it's just this one's just in black and white because they made it in black and white oh yeah I guess it was the same year yeah oh, how about that it's it wasn't right. it wasn't made in like the thirties no but I thought it was like I don't know why I thought it was like from the fifties or sixties how old do you think Mel Brooks is old yeah but like ninety I don't I don't think he's that old and in this, I mean, in the seventies, he would only have been what, like thirty, probably. Like he wasn't ninety six on Mel Brooks. Is he really that old? Ninety six. Holy shit. Ninety six. I didn't think he was that old. Yeah. So yeah. So in the fifties, he would have been yeah, like in his like pushing forty. How long has he been doing this? A while. What was his first movie though? I thought his first movies was first movie was like in the seventies. Oh, I guess he started. Uh, his first movie as a director, I guess, was The Producers. Oh, in 67? In 67. Jeez, all right. So, 
Yeah. 96. Fuck. In your face. I didn't know. I didn't, honestly didn't think he was that old. Well, I mean, I knew he was old, but I didn't think he was 96. I thought he was like, I don't know, um, 70, 80. So. Shit. So, yeah, I mean, it was. He's still alive? It, He's still yeah. alive, right? Yeah, yeah, Damn. Um, It was, uh, I mean, it was fun to see. I wouldn't say I missed anything. There's not really anything. I think it's, I mean, I think I'm, I mean, I think I missed something just because, like, it's, it's supposed to be like a classic or whatever. Uh, it's like a Halloween movie that everyone watches. It's yeah, that's scary, true. I guess you know I mean? like um, Beetlejuice or like yeah, something like that. Um, other so, than that, though, I don't know that there was anything like that stood out that much about this movie to me. I mean, again, besides the fact that like it was a Gene Wilder thing, Cloris Leachman in her yeah. in her youth. Yeah. Um, but she still looked old. But I guess that's maybe she was supposed to. Yeah, she still looked like she was like. 70 but uh but it is worth a watch if you haven't seen it i think you should watch it i, mean, I think it's funny to, yeah i mean it doesn't i don't think it holds up like comedy wise to today's it doesn't standards. it's not that it's not that funny because again the whole thing but is really it really is just a dick it joke. can't be um it's just oh. like, but it's just like blazing saddles or like Amer- uh history of the world Amer- um i think i think i think i think history of the world's way funnier yeah but it's still the that same, movie holds up but i still think it's the same type of humor it is the same type of thing like... um it did also make me appreciate um an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, because there's an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, it's a Halloween episode, where Peter Boyle dresses up as, a Fra- as Frankenstein's monster, and I finally was able to appreciate that episode on, like, he is on that level, because I get that joke now, because yeah. he was in this movie, mm-hmm. so now I get why that works. Um, yeah. But yeah, but a good movie nonetheless. So if you haven't seen it... Yeah, it's fun. Give it a watch. Yeah, if you don't like... If you want a Halloween movie that's not... A horror movie or a scary movie. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing Heather and I were trying to go through. We were trying to do, like, um, we were trying to pick, like, um, Halloween-themed movies. We decided not, we're not big on the horror movies. Well, I don't like them. But, um, I mean, I had a couple ideas, like, that we could have done. We just didn't. Yeah. Like, Hereditary, I mean, it's supposed to be really scary, but it's supposed to be, like, actually a good movie. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that's my problem with horror movies. Is I don't they're, like they're them. all usually super cheesy um, yeah. and kind of lame. Uh for example, Except, Paranormal Activity. Those movies are terrible. Yeah, they're stupid. I don't like those. Um, I don't, I don't even, and I don't like blood and guts. Like, I just think it's, it's unnecessary. Uh, I mean, I guess not in a horror movie, but... Yeah, that's I mean, true. I don't know. Like, so, last year we did this, and what did we, we watched some really um, bad movies. Halloween. Well, Halloween wasn't... We watched Halloween. Ta- well, Halloween wasn't terrible. We watched a couple. We also watched uh, that really shitty one that everyone loved. Oh. Um, what was that one? Uh, Babadook. Babadook. Everyone loved it. That was it. a everyone, terrible everyone, movie. But it, like... That movie was horrible. So, such good reviews. People actually were like, oh, you it's never, a horror movie, but it's actually a really good horror movie. You never it's even not. see the Babadook. Well, you do. If I'm not mistaken. You see him. Remember, he's that, he's that weird looking monkey with the hat. Oh, that's right. Look, that's what he kind of looks like. Yeah, that movie was dumb. It was stupid. The movie it was, was a stupid terrible. Movie. And the kid was annoying as fuck. Um, watch this instead. Oh, yeah. If you're, like, between Young Frankenstein or, or Babadook, do Young Frankenstein. Yeah, like, I agree. all the time. It, just do it. Babadook was dumb. Um, so that was it. That was our Halloween oh, yeah. episode yeah, of 2022. The only... um, we'll be back again at some point in the future. Yeah, hopefully. You think. Um, Maybe next Halloween? I don't know. I think we'll be back before then. We'll see. But thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, while you're there, leave us some review, uh, some suggestions for what we could watch or listen to next. Yeah. Because Heather and I also listen to albums every now and again. We could do that, yeah. And watch TV shows. Or TV shows. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, again, I'm, I'm going through a TV show now that I was late on. Heather's already seen, I'm assuming, several times. But uh, 
I'm going through one now that I don't know if we'll discuss or not what since Heather it? already seen. Uh, what is it? I'm, I'm going through. Oh yeah, you can bleep that out if um, you want, so no one knows. But I'm, I'm assuming you've seen that several times. Uh, I've seen, I, not like in order, but like I watched them. Like okay. you know what I mean, like when they're on because they're fun. But uh, I'm going through that now. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do it or not. Um, but yeah, um, be sure to give us uh, reviews. Um, we appreciate that. Rate and subscribe to the podcast as well. Yeah, do it. Don't be dumb. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Listen to Heather. And uh, we'll see you when we see you. Uh, have a safe and happy Halloween. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, I hope it was safe if you had it already. I don't know. I don't understand time. And, it's hard. Right? Time is hard. It's all relative. And um, it's a construct. That's right, man. It's all in your head, man. It doesn't exist, man. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see you when we see you. We should watch that movie again. That was funny. Be excellent tag, to one Tag. Tag was a good that, movie. Tag is a funny movie. It's tag stupid, but it's funny. Um, sometimes stupid movies are fun. John Hamm is really funny. I find him very funny. Like in most John Hamm is kind of funny. You know who's really really funny? John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. John is funny. Cena is super funny. <laughs> John Cena Watch is funny. him in um, Sisters. Oh yeah, he has. He's a drug dealer. <laughs> he's a drug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's one scene. This is so off topic, but there's one scene where I think Tina Fey's trying to buy drugs from him or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know how they start talking about sex, but then he I think goes, she's like, like hitting on him because he's hot. You know. What I mean? Yeah, and then and then he goes like, "My safe word is keep going." <laughs> yeah, it's just so. Funny. It's like the best line yeah, in that movie. Funny. Anyway, John Cena, hilarious. Oh, Peacemaker. Oh, he's fantastic at that. Too, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we derailed. Yeah. Uh, I think we're just saying goodbye. Have a good Halloween. (laughs) Bye. Be excellent to one another. Bye.